for the sake of what I think is going to be awesome, I want to continue doing this here. I love you guys like you don't even know. I think you guys are the future of our church, literally. Uh, and I think that was super cool. Okay, cool. You guys can have a seat. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, when we started our church 11 years ago, um, we started the church the night before Micah was born. <laughs> And uh, Kai was born 30 days before that. And so uh, you, these are two weird, ugly-looking kids here that have a big call of God on their lives. I love you, man. Awesome. Uh, I want you to be blessed. And it starts, I believe, with having good relationship with Jesus and knowing that your sins are washed. And then you have the Holy Spirit. Now, here's what happens. You have to decide whether you're going to live in this or just listen to it. Okay? You have to now operate in it. And if you're going to operate in it, the call of God is going to be activated in your life. What we're going to do right now is we're going to dismiss your kids to you. So we're bringing our, your kids in right now. Um, and if you have kids in toddler's room, if you want them, you're free to go and get them. But I'm going to teach you two more things before we speak a blessing over you. Now, what's important for you to know is when someone prays over you or speaks a blessing over you, it doesn't mean that you're going to feel anything. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, but I do believe a blessing spoken over you will change your life. If you have little ones here, you may want to stand and receive these, uh, these little crazy ones here. Um, it's going to be awesome. All right, cool. First thing I want you to do is pray over your homes. I want you to learn that, listen, if the spirit of Jesus is inside of you, his objective is to bless everything you do, that it multiplies with goodness. Awesome. And so I want you to bless your homes. Can you all say, bless your home, my home? Okay, so when Jesus commissioned the disciples with the Holy Spirit, he told them this in Matthew, in the, in the book of Matthew. Would you, come here, girls. I'm going to let you sit here, and Mia, go get that chair over there. Micah, come on up here. You got to stand, because you're the man. Uh, it's always more difficult for dudes. Cool. Matthew chapter 10. Guys, if you're in the room, I want you to know, biblically, there is a responsibility that you have in your homes to wear the mantle in your house. So I speak to all the men today, bless your homes. You can bless your couch. You can bless your, your TVs. You can bless, but I pray that you speak blessings over your house. Pray that you bless your car, your job, your finances. But today I want you to recognize it's your job to bless your home. Check this out. As Jesus commissioned the disciples, he said this, whenever you enter a city or a village, search for a worthy person to stay in his home until you leave. And when you enter that home, give it your blessing. If it turns out not to be worthy, then let your blessing stand. Remember, we said that blessing starts with good relationship. And so Jesus is saying, if they're not worthy of your blessing, then don't give it. Okay? You keep your blessing. But he says, if they are, if any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to you, to your message, shake the dust off your feet as you leave. But I tell you the truth, the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off than such a town or, or on the day of judgment. But he says, if they do receive you, I want you to bless them. Now, I learned this principle a long time by a minister about the power of blessing. And what he would encourage is for you to get just some oil. Okay, oil is just a symbol. There's no actual power in the oil. Okay, you need to understand that. And so, but this is a symbol of God's 
uh, uh, residue, as if he will stick. And, and so I want you to walk around your house, different rooms of your house. You'll speak a different blessing. So when I'm in my house, when, when I'm out over the kids, I, I speak dreams over their house. I, I, I speak, in, in, I speak in, in, in the bathrooms that they'd be cleansed, right? <laughs> Big time. Uh, I, I speak, uh, uh, this one, double, double the dose. I speak uh, over oh, in, on our, our kitchen table. I speak laughter and unity in, in our bedroom. That I, I speak different blessings over my bedroom. You understand what I'm saying here, parents? Uh, but I, I want you to know that it's important that the words that you speak have power. Because if you're not careful, your words will be idle and you would have spoken curses in your home and over your home. And we do this unintentionally. So you take the oil and you go to each room. You can play music and you speak a blessing that you want to hear in that room. Laughter, joy, dreams, anointing, Holy Spirit, unity. Think of things that the Holy Spirit loves. Speak that over your home. You still with me? That's one thing I want you to do. Here's the next. Check this out. And then Jesus said, then I want you to bless your family. As we're, as we're oh, this is good. We're right on time. And then he's, uh, G- Mark said this. In Mark 10, 13, one day, some of the parents brought their children to Jesus so that he can touch them and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. And when Jesus saw what was coming, he was angry with the disciples. And he said to them, let the little j- children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to these children. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like little children. I tell you the truth, and anyone who does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, and he placed his hands on their heads, and he blessed them. What you need to know is that blessing will have touch in it. It will have good words. Someone said this to me, and I hope that I saved it. Yes. When you give a blessing over somebody, there's three things I want you to understand. This is really good. Uh, You're probably not going to remember this, but if you can mentally grab this, you're going to love this. When you speak, you want to put your hands on them, okay? Because when you're able to touch someone, it shows that there's closeness and there's safety, right? You agree with that? When you're able to touch someone in a healthy way, uh, they feel safe and it's good. And it also affirms the relationship. There's three things you want to do while you're blessing. You want to affirm a virtue that you see in somebody. Is it anyone? When you see a virtue in them, you let them know. And so I'm, I'm so thankful for the generosity that's in Mia. She is such a giving person and she loves and she's selfless. And so I want to affirm the virtue I see in her. Then the second thing is you want to connect the virtue that you see in them to their character. The generosity that is inside of her is because that's who she is. You want to build the confidence in the person like Jacob would have done over, uh, uh, I'm sorry, like Isaac would have done over Jacob. You're, You're taking the virtue and you're speaking that into his character. This is your destiny. And then you want to take the, the connect the virtue and the identity to their positive future. That's the third thing. You want to speak over their virtue Speak, speak their virtue into their character and then speak their virtue and character into their positive future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Essentially, you're, ble- you're prophesying, but in a real simple way. The power of a blessing. We see blessing all throughout the Old Testament and all throughout the New Testament. But how often do we bless? I think accidentally, oftentimes we curse. 
But it is our God-given responsibility to bless. Rachel, would you come? Uh, I'll tell you what, Anthony and um, the kiddos, could you just come up and stand with her? That'd be great. Um, yeah. We're going to be with our families today as we close this thing. We're going to have Rachel sing that song that we sang earlier today over you. Here's the third thing I want you to do. I want you to bless your home. I want you to bless your family. And I want you to bless your world. What Jesus said when he gave his disciples the Holy Spirit, he told them that whatever they bind on this earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever they loose on this earth will be loosed in heaven because he wanted the disciples to know that the spirit of God that's inside of them was the spirit of God that was in heaven that is now living inside. So the authority, you are the temple of God. And when you speak, you speak power. And so what we want you to do is get used to the idea of blessing and saying good things over your family and over your friends. And that's why he said, I want you to lay hands on the sick. I want you to bless them. He says, whatever you bind will be bound. And he says, you'll, you'll heal the sick. You'll cast out demons. You'll raise the dead. I believe that to be figuratively and literally. But when I'm with my kids, I take off generational curses and I put on God's holy mantle. But I speak over them, the leadership that I see in each one. What I want you to know is when we're blessing them, I want you to raise the broken areas that you see in your children and also lift up all the virtues and the character and connect it to their future. Because when they're blessed, they feel that they're in good relationship, they know that things are good, and it builds them the confidence because of my creative words to see their future. You have power. And most of the people that end up in counseling in years from now are because their parents didn't speak the positive, God-given potential and God-given destiny over their lives. And they end up looking for God's blessing on their own. Let it be found right here. Let it be found right here.